0: We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't
1: care how you got here.
0: We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
2: I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton.
3: And you're listening to Kits First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we'll be talking about the films Freebird, Captain Phillips, Searching for Bobby Fischer, and The Karate Kid. But to start off the show, we have with us Molly, who not only got to see the new adorable film, Freebirds, but she also got to attend the red carpet and the red carpet after party. How cool is that? So Molly, how are you doing? I'm
4: good. How are you?
3: I'm very well. So, thank you for being with us today. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your um, experience with Freebirds? Since you got to, you know, experience so much, start off by telling us a little bit about the film.
4: Well, the film is a hilarious, adventurous comedy for audiences of all ages. It's about these two turkeys from opposite sides of the tracks, and they must put aside their differences and they must team up to travel back in time to get Turkey off of the Thanksgiving menu.
3: Awesome. Well, it sounds like a very fun film. I am seeing this movie next weekend, I believe, and it looks incredible. Um, so talk to us a little bit about The Red Carpet. What was
4: that like? The Red Carpet was so much fun, meeting all the stars, Woody Harrelson, Amy Poehler, Owen Wilson. It was interesting, and it was my first red carpet, so it was fun having all of them walk by, and I had a bedazzled microphone and they were all so funny and so nice, and they helped me along. And I got to say, Amy Poehler was just amazing. That's awesome. So who all did you get to interview? I got to interview Owen Wilson, Woody Harrelson, Amy Poehler, George Takai. Um, I got to interview Caitlin Mayher, um, Carlos Al... I can't quite pronounce his name, but he plays um, Am- Amos in the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so those were some of the names.
3: That's awesome. So what was your favorite question slash response that you got from anyone
4: you interviewed? Hmm. I really when I asked um, the director what was the most stressful moment it was really funny how he answered he's all like oh my gosh it was also stressful but it was also much fun and it was stressful because when I put um, Woody Harrelson and Owen Wilson in the same room we got like nothing done they got nothing done so it was really funny hearing how Owen Wilson and Woody Harrelson was like just goofing off during the recording process and that was a fun answer from the director.
3: I could imagine. I love both those actors very much. So what was it like getting to interview these big celebrities on the red carpet since it was your first red carpet?
4: It was fun, but I was a little nervous. Um, They were all so nice, and they complimented me on my dress. And they had really good responses about the movie, and none of them had watched the movie yet. So they were really excited to see how it turned out. They really liked how the event turned out. So they gave really good responses. That's
3: awesome. So before we dive into talking more about the film, tell me a little bit about this fancy after party
4: you got to go to. Um, The after party was amazing. It's like you got a peek inside of celebrity children's lives. Um, Chuck E. Cheese did uh, travel Chuck E. Cheese and they went all out and they brought all their games to the after party. And with like only five tickets, you could win a huge prize. And there were candy bars, free tattoos, rides, games, prizes. And then these people were walking by, handing out ice cream sandwiches, and you got to pick which flavor you want, what type of cookie. It was pretty amazing. That's so fun sounding. Oh my
3: goodness, what an adventure! <laughs> um, so tell me, what um, what did you like about the film itself, and how do you think the uh, the after party and the red carpet sort of captured what you liked about the film?
4: Um. I, my favorite part of the film, I really like the storyline because I'm a vegetarian. So I liked how they were trying to get turkey off of the menu. And that was probably one of my favorite parts of the film because they were just so determined and like they weren't going to give up. And it was really a movie about not giving up and not crushing others dreams and like supporting each other. And I really like that. That's awesome. Um, so tell me a little bit
3: about the visuals of this film and the animations. It looks um, it looks very fun in my opinion. So what did you think of it?
4: I thought it was really fun. It was like, The animation was really great and how each, like, turkey, like, they never made each turkey look the same. It was amazing. Like, they had hundreds of turkeys, too, and they all had, like, just the tiniest bit of their own individual flair. Like, maybe one had a ton of head feathers and then the other just had, like, a little, like, a little itsy-bitsy feather or, like, something like that, and it was just, like, really, really fun. That sounds
3: so incredible. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
2: And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton.
3: And today we are talking about the new films, Freebirds, Captain Phillips, Searching for Bobby Fischer, and The Karate Kid. And right now we are talking with Molly, who not only got to see the f- film Freebirds, but she also got to attend the red carpet and the after party, and she was just telling us all about how fun that was and what an awesome film it is. Um, So Molly, do you think you have a favorite character in this film?
4: Hmm. <sighs> My favorite character, well, my favorite character was probably um Jake Woody Harrelson's character. But then, like my favorite animated like characters, like how they were animated, were the um baby turkeys. They were just these little puffballs that were running around, and they were just adorable. And I had to love how they were animated and their little personalities. That's so cute. Do you, so, do you think you have a favorite character out of this film? Yes. Or, think- sorry, favorite scene my favorite theme um hmm well it would have to probably be just the whole theme about yeah being a vegetarian and having it actually turns out where they put pizza on the menu instead and that's and that's really fun because pizza's fun without any meat on it so that would have to be my favorite theme
3: that's awesome. So do you think that there's any morals that people who are not vegetarians can get out of this film? Like, is there any hidden messages, do you think? Or is it sort of just that one, like, um, idea? They,
4: they can get out, they can get, like, the, the moral of determination and sticking with whatever the goal is like they're they were so determined and they wouldn't give up, they even traveled back in time to change um Turkey on the Thanksgiving menu. So it's just a lot of determination that I think everyone can get something out of this film. That's awesome.
3: So tell me a little bit about the soundtrack in this film. What did you think of it?
4: The soundtrack was the soundtrack was really great. I liked the soundtrack. The music really helped it play along and it just gave it like this good vibe. Like when there was an intense scene, they had the perfect m- m- music to go along. And it was really fast and hard. And then like the really like slow scenes, it was kind of like, there was like some romantic scenes between this one turkey was falling for another. And then they had this like kind of like goofy, romantic music and the music was really great. And the guy who did it was amazing. And he was also there at the red carpet. Oh, that's
3: awesome. I definitely think with um, animations, the music is a very important part, you know, with all films, but especially animation. So I think that's awesome that you enjoyed it. So since you got to talk to so many of the um, actors, what did you think of the voice acting in this film?
4: I thought the voice acting was great. It really fit the character um, that they were portraying on the screen. It, so- it so- sounded really perfect, like um, for... Woody Harrelson's character, Jake, he did a really tough, kind of raspy voice. Mm -hmm. And then um, for Amy Poehler's character, Jenny, she did a kind of gentle, light voice. And then for Owen Wilson's character, Reggie, he did the kind of basic, everyday, kind of like nerdy chicken voice.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So if you could see yourself as any character, who would you be and why?
4: If I had to be any character, I could see myself as Jenny, Amy Poehler's character because Jenny was like she was really smart and she was determined and she wasn't she wanted she was independent she wanted to do stuff on her own and her father made her the chief after um he passed away so then she's like this really strong woman chief and she takes over and she saves her entire tribe of turkeys
3: that's awesome um so what do you think the age rating for this film should be
4: The age rating for this film is all ages. Everyone can get something out of it. It's really fun for the entire family.
3: Mm -hmm. And
4: do you think this film is good for the
3: holidays, since Thanksgiving is coming up just right around the corner, which is the biggest, you know, Turkey Day feast? So what do you think about it for the holidays?
4: I think it's perfect for the holidays. It really expresses some holiday feeling, and it also gives you a little bit of history of how Thanksgiving started.
3: That's awesome. And before we're out of time, how many stars would you give this film on a scale of one to five?
4: I'd have to give this film five out of five stars. It was amazing. The animation was spectacular.
3: Awesome. Well, Molly, thank you so much for telling us all about the film Free Birds. So, guys, be sure to check it out to get you in the holiday spirit. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
2: And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton.
3: And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network.
1: Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up?
0: Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Remember
1: my name. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week?
0: You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active
1: ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up.
2: Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co host, Brianna Hope And I'm your co host, Raven Devaney. And you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we are reviewing the films Free Birds, Karate Kid, Searching for Bobby Fischer, and Captain Phillips right now we're speaking with Molly, who just talked to Raven about Freebirds and her fantastic adventure on the red carpet. And we are talking with her about the classic film, The Karate Kid. So, Molly, I have seen this many, many times. So can you tell our listeners what this is about?
4: Um, this movie is about... An underdog, and this is this boy who moves to Los Angeles to live with his mom, and he's bullied and beat up at his new school. And he befriends this janitor, Mr. Miyagi, and Mr. Miyagi teaches him karate. So Daniel, the boy, becomes really tough, and he like overcomes his fear of socializing, and he gets back with the bullies.
2: Wow! When I when I heard about this film, I mean, this is this is a nineteen 1980- 84th Eighty-four classic if i'm not mistaken and when i first when i first heard about it i was like seven so when i saw it, i'm just like oh this is so cool so yes of course this film has fighting in it because it's it's kind of a martial arts and yeah. so how do you think the martial arts and fighting scenes were
4: um i thought they were really great the stunts were really cool they were like It was, I thought it was spot on. Like, I've watched a few people do karate and I think it matches it pretty well. Um, Like, it really, like, you could feel like, and it was like, you could, you felt like you were in the arena watching them. Mm -hmm. Like, the sounds and the grunting, and then like, when they'd wipe their face from the sweat. Like, it was just so real.
2: Yeah, when you you see them, like, kind of mumble under their breath or when you see someone coughing, it's, I mean, that's one thing in this film that I did notice that, most of the little things that you don't really pay attention to are are brought out and that mm-hmm. you can see and hear them so I thought that was cool and with with this film it's like when he's getting bullied he's mad or, or sad or or when he's around his mother he's angry so how do you think his emotions played and how the other actors emotions
4: played I thought their emotions kind of matched the feeling. Like, yeah, how you were saying, when he's around his mom, he's pretty angry because he's angry at her for making him leave um, New Jersey and for making mm-hmm. him leave all his friends. And, like, the bullies, when they're around Daniel, they're all tough and mean, but then we're around <laughs> the girls that he, they like. Then they're acting all... they get all soft. Yeah, then they're all soft and like, hey, baby. Kind of like that. <laughs> so I thought the emotions played out great. <laughs>
2: yeah (laughs) hey baby (laughs) (laughs) so how is the relationship between mr miyagi and daniel
4: um their relationship is really sweet and soft-hearted like at first daniel questions his method like you're just teaching me a bunch of baloney and he gets really and he's mad at first after a while he's like what is this this isn't karate and then he notices what Mr. Miyagi has been through. And then he's like, wow, he knows what Wow.
2: Miyagi.
4: So, yeah. wow. So then he gets all into it, and then they become better friends.
2: Yeah. When he does the um, wax on and wax off, like, I was looking at that, and I'm just like, what are you teaching him? Like, this is so confusing. And then yeah. after, he, after he, like, sped it up and added force to it, it it's like, it's basically a karate move. So it's like, whoa, everything has karate in it. Were there any messages or lessons in this film? Because it seems like a really inspiring film.
4: There were some messages. It's kind of like, so I guess like one message is like even if they're mean to you, like don't really get back at them because that's gonna come back at you. Kind of like don't be mean back because in one scene Daniel got back at them, and that wasn't very smart because then they got even meaner after that. They tried to kill him. So I guess like that's another thing. Like just like keep on being nice um, and maybe go to parents before you try to get back yeah. at them. So and then there's another thing is just trust your elders.
2: <laughs> trust your elders. Yeah, a few days ago, my mom was like, "You should love, you should love your grandparents and 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 elderly." And I'm just like, "Okay, mother, I will do that." So, if you like this film, you should take care of your elderly.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what do you think the genre in this film is? Um.
4: Hmm. It's a it's a this is a tough one to see what the genre would be. Um. Well, I'm not too sure. (laughs) I'm not too sure. I mean,
2: when I saw this film, I kind of thought of it as an action and a dramatic, but then there would be these, like, little, like, romantic moments, and I'd be like, okay, it's a romance, and then it goes over to action again, and I'm just like, you know what, it's a mixture. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. (laughs) Did it leave you wanting more, or... or, uh, to rephrase the question, did you really like it and would you want to watch it again?
4: Um, Yes, I do, and then afterwards I went on IMDb and I looked up Karate Kid 2 and 3, so I can't wait to watch those.
2: Yes, they have Karate Kid 2, 3, and then they have the next Karate Kid, which is a girl, and I'm just like, woo! they have a girl. Awesome. <laughs> we, we should watch it together. Yes. So if you could be any character or portray any character, who would you be and why?
4: If I could be one character, I don't know, I kind of want to be Mr. Miyagi because he's so wise and he's just, like, and he's been through, like, so much, but, like, that made him just so strong. And I just really like Mr. Miyagi.
2: Yeah, and I, I, love, I love Mr. Miyagi because he never felt the need to explain himself. Yeah. He never he never was like, oh, he's thinking that way of me. I should explain something. He never did that, and I, that's why I like him. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna hope Beaton,
3: And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
2: And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we are interviewing Freebirds, the Karate Kid, searching for Bobby Fischer, and Captain Phillips. So right now let's continue speaking with Molly about the Karate, talking about her favorite character, and my favorite character is Mr. Miyagi. So how many stars do you give this film out of five?
4: I give this movie five out of five stars because it's a timeless classic.
2: It is a classic. It's a wonderful classic. Yes. What is your favorite scene?
4: My favorite scene is when Daniel does pull a prank on the bully. Like, I know that's not how you're supposed to do it, but I really like <laughs> that scene. Because Daniel comes to this Halloween party just as a shower, so no one can see him, so no the, none of the bullies can beat him up. Mm-hmm. And he goes into the boys' bathroom and like I don't know, there's like a hose lying around or something, and he takes this hose and he puts it over the stall that the bully's in, and the bully's in there smoking marijuana, and he put puts the hose over, turns it on, and then he darts out of the bathroom and he gets <laughs> drenched, and the bully grabs all his friends and they come chasing after Daniel about to like kill him. Like I don't like that part, but I like the prank part. <laughs> I don't
2: like the part where they're about to kill him, but I like the other part.
4: <laughs> and why
2: do you like? And why is that specifically your favorite scene? Is it because of the actions? Is it because of the emotions, the facial expressions?
4: Um, I like that scene. because of the emotions and, like, the suspense. And it's pretty funny, I think. So I like that scene.
2: I do remember that scene. So, you know, I'm eye-to-eye with you. <laughs> so what age range do you give this film?
4: I give this film probably, like, I don't know. I'd say, like, 10 to 18 maybe, because everyone can enjoy it. But for the younger kids, there's like some drugs involved and then there's some cuss words Mm -hmm. used like, not like bad cuss words, but some basic ones. So I don't really think that the younger kids should be watching it.
2: Of course, I mean, I totally get that because sometimes um, kids watch movies that they're not supposed to, but they don't know that they're not supposed to. So we're there to tell you (laughs) it has cuss words and small drugs. (laughs)
4: Yes. Oh, and also the violence.
2: Yes, the violence, too. So, if you could take away... Okay, would you take away or add anything into this film?
4: I feel like, in a sense, I'd add probably another... um, I'd add either another. i add either like a distant family member of Mr. Miyagi's that maybe they might talk about kind of, mm-hmm. and then like maybe Daniel's trying to like bring that family member to Mr. Miyagi or something. I don't know, like something kind of like a little side story there. Or I don't know. I'd add another girl that like something like with the whole bully thing, like how Daniel likes that girl that was the ex girlfriend of the bully. Mm-hmm. I'd add like maybe another girl that the bully is trying to make that girl jealous with or something. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I mean, the one thing I would add would be I'm, I'm a very I really like music and I just feel as though when I watched this movie, it had great music I just maybe it's just me <laughs> but I really feel like it should have not more music but like more depth into the music mm-hmm. and speaking about music, <laughs> how did you like the soundtrack?
4: I the soundtrack. I thought the soundtrack, I thought it was pretty good, but yeah, like, in certain times, like, the dramatic scenes, the music was great, but then, like, the action scenes, I don't know, I didn't feel like, I thought, yeah, I thought the, See? I don't yeah. know, I felt like it should have been, like, heavy metal or something, I don't know. <laughs> heavy metal. Or intense.
2: <laughs> well, it is a great movie, so not all movies are perfect. Did you like the overall production? Because I loved it. But what do you think?
4: I thought the overall production was great. On um, how it was especially in like that time and how it was it was just so well put together. Like the beat scenes and like the sunsets and the nighttime scenes and mm-hmm. the scenes when they went to like that um arcade go-kart area. I just thought everything was put together so perfectly and it just like flowed.
2: Yeah, it was one like when the scene where he is um he is trying to get to Mr. Miyagi and he's talking like, um, dude, I'm right here. And he's kind of like ignoring him. And um, I just like how everything is placed out and everything flows together. Because yes. I, like, I like movies like that. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen any of the other Karate, karate Kids? Like the, the new one or the second one or the third one?
4: I have seen the new one, but I wasn't a huge fan of that one.
2: <gasps> me too oh yes. my gosh we're together I mean I like it but I think but classics it, are always yeah better.
4: it's not the classic and it's just it kind of felt like I don't know I felt like they were like trying too hard and it just didn't so and the storyline was just like it was just kind of weird I thought
2: well it was remakes are awesome and classics are awesome so was the storyline interesting
4: For the new one or the old one,
2: (laughs) the classic.
4: Okay, just making sure. Um, for the classic, I thought the storyline was really interesting. Like, I know me and my sister like we're not like she's not that into classics all the time, but Mm -hmm. like she went to sleep that night and then like she woke up in the morning. Can we watch Karate Kid? Can we watch Karate Kid? (laughs) And so it was like a really thing that really kept us intrigued. Me and my sister. So it was it was fun. It was really intriguing. So yeah, the storyline was amazing.
2: Yeah. What is one thing in this film that, not like, outshine, but you like the most?
4: Hmm. Oh my gosh, I like so much, but I really like the scenes, I really like the scene when he learned more about Mr. Miyagi's life, how he was a Medal of Honor recipient, and um, then when he found and then when he found out about his um, wife and, like, child and how they were sent to camps, even though he was a veteran of the war. And that was just such an intense scene. And, like, our family has a lot to do with the military. So that was, like, a really intense scene for us, and we like that.
2: Yeah, it kind of explains why Mr. Miyagi is the way that he is. Yeah. Well, Molly, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about The Karate Kid. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's playing all month long on hg movies kids scenes so please check it out and tune in let's take a break i'm your co-host brianna hope bton and i'm your co-host Raven vanney from kids first coming attractions and you're listening to kids
0: we don't care how you got here we're just glad you showed up you're listening to voice america kids Kids Safe, Mother Approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
1: Remember. My name. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week?
0: You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
1: You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up.
4: Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming
3: Attractions. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
2: And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton.
3: And you are listening to Voice America Kids. Now we are going to discuss the film Searching for Bobby Fischer, and we have with us Kiefer. So, how are you doing, Kiefer?
6: I'm doing wonderful. How about you?
3: I'm very well. So, tell us a little bit about the film Searching for Bobby Fischer.
6: Well, this movie is about a chess child, a a child chess prodigy, John Watkins, played by Max Pollorantz, who is pretty much battling between being his passionate self about the game of chess. And trying to prevent himself being the very obsessed Bobby Fischer.
3: Sounds like a very interesting film. So what did you think about it?
6: I think it's a very inspiring film about not just chess, but just being passionate about what you love, but still not being yet obsessed about it and still being yourself.
3: That's awesome. So... Did you relate to this film at all? Because it does sound like it's sort of a very specific storyline, not something that everyone can particularly relate to. So how did you feel?
6: Well, first of all, I relate to it because I love chess. I'm, I play chess with my mom all the time. And second of all, I relate to it because when I do get into something, a topic of mine, I do give very passion about it. And I do love doing it. But this film teaches me that if you do something wrong in it, or if or if you um, fail at something, you still be yourself. You don't change from being yourself.
3: Absolutely. So for people who don't play chess, do you think that this is a film that would be entertaining for them? Because it does definitely sound like it has some strong themes that carry through.
6: I think they would enjoy this because... Does have a lot of character to it and a lot of story to it that not just chess person can enjoy, but just people who really enjoy what they love and can show that they can be inspired whether or not this thing, whether or not they're into chess or not.
3: Absolutely. So, what did you think of the
6: cinematography in this film? Cinematography, this looked about from the time range, 70s or 80s, Mm -hmm. and it felt very well it learned, like when they're in the chess class it felt dark at times because all you see there's no lights It's the only light you have is from the sunshine from the windows and mm-hmm. you see a lot of shadows but then when you go to places like the house it's still there's this it doesn't seem like the only light they have is from the sun it doesn't seem like stage light it just feels like it's a lot of dark scenes so that's why i like the cinematography it's just very the sun pretty much lights up the whole room absolutely
3: I, I think that sounds like very powerful visuals yeah so um is does this film incorporate multiple characters or is it sort of just centered around bobby fisher you know
6: it does it talks also talks about bruce Panofini, his teacher and also his dad um john's dad So, yes, it does incorporate those characters. And pretty much, it's kind of like, since on this radio show we were talking about Karate Kid, it's Mm kind of like student teacher's teacher in this film. Like with Bruce and John, pretty much Bruce is trying to make John a spitting image of Bobby Fisher. And he has to learn, John has to teach him that he doesn't want to be Bobby Fisher. He wants to be John the chess player.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So do you think you had a favorite character?
6: Yes. I actually really do love Bruce Panofini because he's so much like Bobby Fischer. And since I keep talking about Bobby Fischer, I should tell you who he is. Um, yeah. Bobby Fischer is a is a is one of the most memorable chess players of the American history. And he was a fantastic chess player, but... One, t- one time in history, he lost a game of chess, and he went into hiding. And this is a man who's obsessed with the game, almost to a point that he never thinks about anything else but just chess. And that's unhealthy. So it does have a lot, and John does have to learn from Bobby not to become him, but just to be John.
3: Absolutely. Um, so... Do you think that this film is good for younger children or is it more of an educational film?
6: Younger Children is actually, this is the perfect film for younger children. And it's not like a biography lesson about John Watkins. It's, this kids can really enjoy this movie for an inspiring look to it. Because this is a powerful film. And what I love about this film is it makes the game chess a very thinking game, mm-hmm. epic. I mean, they don't just move the pieces, they slam them down. It feels like the whole world revolves around this one game of chess. Wow. And it's like the most epic thing I've seen. And it's chess. That's what makes it so. Yeah. That's, that's what makes very it very interesting. Great. So, yeah.
3: Absolutely. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
2: And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton.
3: And today we are talking about the film's Free Birds, Captain Phillips searching for Bobby Fisher and the Karate Kids. So right now we are talking with Kiefer Blakesley about searching for Bobby Fisher. And he was just telling me all about this film and how it's it's um about chess, but it's not just, you know, for chess players or for adults looking to be educated and whatnot. It's it's a very good film and um just like you were saying, how these chess scenes they're so intense and it's so, you know Almost, it sounds very emotional, almost just very powerful. And I think that's awesome. and I definitely think that probably has a lot to do with the cinematography and the way those specific scenes were shot. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, so you said you're a chess player, right? Yeah. Yes. All right. So do you think that this film can inspire people to learn how to play chess or if you already play chess, like to try to develop your craft more and to further
6: your skills? It does really center around chess. and, it does show you that it's just a game, mm-hmm. so it did inspire me to kind of like go out there and play chess and start to get into chess more because I haven't played it in a while, but it does show how really people get into get invested with the game, and it shows that sometimes it gets they get too invested, so yes, I think they would it wouldn't in, inspire them to get to know chess. I mean, see how it is.
3: Absolutely. So um, I personally cannot play chess at all. Like I don't even know how at all. My dad, he's constantly like, we need to sit down and like learn how to play chess. It's like father daughter bonding experience. But like we've literally been saying we're going to do that for years and we've just never done that. <laughs> so how do you think this film shows the contrast between, you know, professional and competitive chess players um, opposed to like recreational
6: chess? Well, it shows both sides. It shows, John learning the professional side, but also the street side, how he plays chess on the streets with other people at the park. So it does show the comparative side really intense. Like there's these parents who just go crazy. Like when they're watching their kids play chess, they're like, your son cheated. He didn't move that piece right. No, that was an obvious chess checkmate.
3: Thank you so much, Kiefer, for telling us all about searching for Bobby Fisher. Guys, be sure to check it out. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
2: And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton.
3: And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network.
0: Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
5: Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Remember my name. Have you heard your 15 minutes
1: of fame? How about four times that every single week?
0: You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring.
1: You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First
2: Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today we're reviewing the films Free Birds, Karate Kid, Searching for Bobby Fischer, and Captain Phillips. So right now we're speaking with Kiefer and Anthony about Captain Phillips. Thank you for joining us today. How are you, Anthony? I am good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you for asking. And Kiefer?
6: I'm doing wonderful, thank you very much.
2: Mm-hmm. So, Anthony, Captain Phillips is a true story I hear. So can you please tell me all about it?
7: Well, this movie was all about a guy named Richard Phillips, who is a captain of a ship, and, uh, well, pirates come and take the captain as hostage. so eventually they are stuck on a lifeboat with the pirates and the captain, and he just wants to see his family again. Luckily, oh. the Navy comes, but they don't want to hurt Captain Phillips, so they're trying to trick the pirates of giving them back their captains so they can kill them.
2: Hmm. So, it's like basically a captain just trying to do his job, just trying to be what he wants to be, and all this confusion happens. Yep. (laughs) Well, Kiefer, was the storyline interesting and easy to follow?
6: I thought the storyline was very fascinating, especially because this movie is very accurate. I looked up the actual event that happened Mm -hmm. about four years ago. Incredibly accurate with the story and timeline. And it was pretty easy to follow. It's just uh, pretty much captain is hostage, suspense, and drama happens. And so, yeah, it was actually easy to follow for me.
2: Yeah, I never liked it when they're just like, true story. And then, like, only the only thing that is true about it when you look it up is, like, the dates. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay.
5: <laughs> Agreed. So,
2: <laughs> yes, Anthony, Tom Hakes played... Tom Hanks plays Richard Phillips. How is his acting and everyone else's acting in this film?
7: They had awesome acting. I mean, there were so many things in this movie that could, well, that was really, really cool. Um, They had to bring out guns. They probably used fake guns for the
2: movie.
7: (laughs) Um, They also had somebody step on glass. So... Mm. I mean, their acting was pretty good because, like, when they stepped on glass, they acted like their foot was about to fall off. They were acting exactly how they should have. I thought their acting was awesome.
2: See, now all I'm thinking about is stepping on glass. (laughs) Well, Kiefer, is this—oh, wait. This film gave you a little insight of the Navy SEALs in action, which is— awesome i i love like everything that has to do with like the military and air force and i just love all of it because it's like they fought for us and and they fight and i just i just love it so how how was that seeing in this film
6: i thought they had two different looks at it they had the navy seals that actually did do work but the ones that didn't this was our american sea um navy seals and they're working hard, they're trying to make peace with them, and they're looking at every um, point they can go to before actually doing the Inevitable. But mm-hmm. also, at first they try to call the, the Navy and the, um, when they're about to be attacked.
3: Mm-hmm. But
6: pretty much it's like, it's like every other day. I'm sorry, we must put you on a message, please hold. It's probably just fishermen. <laughs> So then you start, then you see, have this captain going like, I'm loose. I'm losing faith in them, but I'm not losing faith in my crew. So this is when they start having to go on their own. So I do have to see the kind of view they have on it.
2: Well, of course, when you see, of course, this film is not exactly exactly how it actually happened, but it is a true story. And with true stories, they don't always end up like you would think, because in actual films, it's like you know that it's probably going to have a happy ending or it's going to have a unique ending, and that's going to be that. But in True Stories, you never know. So that's why I love True Stories. Anthony, Paul Greengrass directs this film. If you don't know, he also was involved with a couple of the Bourne movies, so that's awesome. And how do you think his directing is in this film?
7: Well, um, I can tell that he pushed pushed the crew as hard as he could, he um, wouldn't let the mess up, cause this movie, I'm telling you, I'd give it five out of five stars. It was so cool. They did so many awesome things. I think that he really pushed his, um, he pushed the cast, and I like that about um, people who like make movies.
2: Yeah, I I think that directors, out of all the people in the, in the cast and. And just trying to help this film being made, I think the directors always have the greatest challenge because they have to they have to direct people and then they have to direct this and they have to direct that and I think they just put so much effort into it. And I think that when movies turn out good, it's total it's 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 basically because of the director, so I get what you're saying. <laughs> you're listening to The Voice of America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton.
3: And I'm your co host Raven Devaney.
2: And you're listening to Voice America Kids, and today we are reviewing the films Free Birds, Karate Kids, Searching for Bobby Fisher and Captain Phillips. So right now let's continue speaking with Kiefer and Anthony about Captain Phillips. And we were just speaking about the director and how directors have it hard, but they always do great. So Kiefer, how what age range do you give this film? Um, I'll
6: give this age range about 12 and up because there's very so suspenseful scenes that some kids may not enjoy. Mm.
2: What about you, Anthony? What age range do you give it?
7: I put the same age range. Whoa. I al- I also put 12 and up because this movie is really scary and has a lot of violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, well... Pretty bloody, and plus it's PG thirteen.
2: Oh, see that—that that explains a lot. So Kiefer, what do you? Who do you think this film appeals to most? Like, do you think people who like the sea would like this movie the most, or? Uh,
7: yes, I think teenagers would like this the most because, well, I mean. It's a perfect movie for them. I don't get it, but they like really, really violent movies, so I think that would be good for them, and also people at sea, so it's a memorable moment for what happened during sea, at sea time.
2: Mm-hmm. Because when you... when I think that... I haven't seen this film, but I really want to, because I have... I looked up this... I looked up this a few days ago, and... When, because I have to know what I'm talking about when I interview you guys, and when I saw it, it seemed like a really good film, so I may just have to see this. So, Anthony, can you tell us about the wardrobe and makeup?
7: Uh, let's see. The Most of the wardrobe and makeup um, was awesome. The um, Also, the blood, they had to put a lot of makeup for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was perfect. It actually looked completely real, all the costumes that they wore um, seemed realistic. Mm -hmm. It was, I thought it was really good.
2: Yeah, when when I see movies, or films, I should say, (laughs) when I see films that have a lot of, like, if someone gets punched or it has kind of like someone comes back from the dead in rare cases or, or something like that where they have to use a lot of makeup to to make to have that appear the way that it appears and every time i see that everyone else is like oh my gosh it's so cool and i'm just like yeah the makeup is awesome so that's kind of what i look for in films how about the pirates i mean i'm i'm secretly scared of pirates if you didn't know (laughs) so i'm i'm kind of (laughs) scared so how were they in this film were they really scary or were they were they not
7: they acted really really rough even to um each other's one uh somebody accidentally broke a motor because they were trying to go too fast Mm -hmm. so somebody else started threatening them and going like uh can i have your motor they start screaming at them eventually somebody picks up a wrench and smacks them in the head and they die and that person dies so i mean they are pretty violent so pretty scary to other people
2: yeah i've seen a few pirates where it's like like on cartoons where it's be like oh Oh, okay, we'll just go away, but these sound like really rough and tough pirates. <laughs> so, who's your favorite character, Anthony?
7: My favorite character would probably be Captain Phillips, because he is really nice and he would rather sacrifice his own life for his cruise. That shows how much he cares about other people.
2: Yeah, I think people should care about other people instead of themselves. So, Thank you, Anthony and Kiefer, for talking with us today and telling us all about Captain Phillips. You're welcome. So please check it out. Thanks so much for joining with us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions to watch our video reviews of the latest film and DVD releases. And to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton.
3: And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney.
1: And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook!
0: We don't care how
1: you got here. We're just glad
0: you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.